Right, so before we get into... I hope you like the intro, by the way. And this is making it make sense, the Halloween season. But yeah, before we get into that, we just took the fattest the L. The fattest L. Like, we literally was in, like, one of the... Probably the most easiest flowing episodes. It was a really good episode. It was genuinely a really yeah, good episode. Deadass. We were filming, like, the first episode of this, obviously. And we... Yeah. And Bush didn't know. So I knew nothing so about... Better. Yeah, I knew nothing about what so the topic like right information to him, basically. so you're basically getting a fresh reaction through me right yeah and the laptop like went onto the loading screen and it didn't come off so yeah fuck. that's the LB took fuck this specific company yeah Apple saw it out right so we were talking about DB Cooper but we've decided to be go into another badass name um unsolved mystery and basically for the month of October obviously because it's Halloween and stuff me and Bush wanted to do like scary or like these types of episodes spooky skeletons spooky shit basically yeah so like if you shit yourself easily don't listen to this episode spooky right so this is an episode about the terrifying Axeman of New Orleans New Orleans is in America right yes it's in I want to say it's near Miami I think I don't know somewhere around there I know nothing about okay so the background of this story is beginning in 1918 for about 18 months Ooh. until 1919, the city and area surrounding New what the fuck the city and surrounding area of New Orleans experienced 12 attacks and six murders committed by the Axeman, who mostly struck at night. An Axeman. The Axeman was his name. The Axeman. That's kind of you know. Um, have you watched Hoodwinked? Yes. You know the the. Of ging- course, I've watched. Ho- you know the Hoodwinked. guy with the ginger beard. What the fucking schnitzel guy? Yeah. Okay. You can't remember, you can't the axman struck only while people were sleeping okay. and never used his own tools only what he found in the household so Broski freestyled it axe, which was generally left at the scene of the crime so he deadass could have gone to someone's house yeah and lost his name so mean? he could so say he's the axman by the fourth murder yeah oh and then the and next then one he goes he's the, the knife there's no axe there's, oh like, they've got no axe no, I, I reckon axe. I reckon I reckon he just fucking left why does everyone have a how, why did everyone have an axe I don't fucking know <laughs> why <laughs> Surely, by surely you hear by the fourth one, right? Yeah. Oh, axe oh let me throw it away. Yeah, like get rid of that axe, bro. <laughs> you, you can't be that integral that, to your everyday that, life. What's the <laughs> you thing? need like, it. Yo, can I come to your house? Why? Do you have an axe? I know, right? Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> can I come round for tea? Fucking. Fuck you, on May 23rd, 1918, at 4901 Magnolia Street, Catherine and Joseph Maggio fell victim to the first attack of the axeman, being struck violently with an axe and then having their throat slit with a straight razor. Wait, actually, pause. Can we just address the fact that he didn't use his own tool to use people, other people's tools, right? Yeah, so that's even how, more now. How confident do you have to be to walk into somebody else's house, no plan, middle of the night, like, I'm going to freestyle your murder. Just fuck you. Whatever I pick up, I pick up. Yeah, but I guess, like, you have you have somewhat an idea of what people have in their house, right? Well, so not think, really. Clearly, okay, I don't. so there's, like, axe. everything in this room could probably use, be used to kill you. No, 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 I agree. Like, not in the way I, that an axe could. Yeah. Maybe the katana. No, the katana, oh, yeah. Or the bat. The bat. But Why that's do what I'm you saying. Have weapons in your fucking. It's room, just in man. case somebody comes to say hello. Oh, you're gonna use the blunt katana. Catherine was almost decapitated. Oh fucking hell! You must have done. Okay, so if she was almost fucking decapitated, what was the point of slitting their throats with a fucking razor? Secure the job, innit? <laughs> Secure the job. Man's head's hanging off, bro. Literally just got the little. Really expected to recover from that, bro. Just me. The bodies were discovered by Joseph's brothers. Who you don't know about modern house. medicine. 
Although nothing Same was house. seen, nothing was heard or seen. Nah. No valuables were taken, and the only disturbances were that the bottom panel of the kitchen door was knocked out, and the axe used to commit the murders was left. So he left the murder weapon there, basically. Wait, no he sound. Broke into their house. How how does that not make sense? He, might, he did it in their sleep, innit? That's why. No, 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 no. But wait, wait. There, it, was, it was a man and a wife that got killed, right? In, like yeah. a man and his wife. Yeah. No sound. So man must have quick. S- Decapitated one How, Imagine you're sleeping in Imagine me and you Are sleeping in bed together Right That's good Yeah Carry on What's the point um, You feel like, You'd feel it On the bed Some sort of thing right? I wouldn't make a sound Because I'd be dead The instant Yeah But you'd feel The force needed To decapitate someone Yeah It sounds like A very violent crime No but like If it's on a soft bed They're not gonna Fucking hear are they No but you'd feel it Like look If you were on bed And I went Like this You'd yeah. feel it Oh, so the other person to would, decapitate yeah. Someone yeah, yeah. Okay. More. Yeah. So for the other person to whoever yeah. died first took an L. Basically. How heavy of a yeah. sleeper do you have to be? Okay, so on June twenty eighth, so literally a month later, yeah, near the corner of Dorje Noir, I don't know how to say that Dorje Noir, okay. and Lee Hop Street, because <laughs> okay. New Orleans is like French and that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Louis Besuma and Annie Lowe were attacked as well. Barely alive, they were discovered by the baker John Zanka as he was barely busy. alive making his morning deliveries while Anna would survive for another seven weeks Louis fully survived Anna told police that a large white man with a hatchet had attacked them similar to the first murder the bottom panel of their bedroom door was missing and a bloody axe remained at the scene so if we were going on about panels of doors so you know the the old doors that were like there's like it's a door then there's like a bit of like thin wood there a bit of thin wood there and a bit of thin Oh, like the little yeah. s- the little square, the little rectangles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. he basically booted that. And you don't that's hear saying, that. That's what I'm saying. Where's the noise then? No, the, the first one was the kitchen one. So we, downstairs. Oh, like downstairs. Yeah, downstairs, yeah. Even then though, you, if you, I, I think I'd hear someone booting a door in. Yeah. So these men must have baited it out if they survived. Because he... 100%. Would, like, com- compared to the first fucking murder where he nearly, where he de- nearly but decapitated At someone. the point, I want to know what nearly alive means. Like what were you were you found with a hatchet inside? How do you uh, survive a it just hatchet says attack? Barely alive. Right, but how do you survive a hatchet attack? Like an axe. Yeah, but she's she survived for another seven weeks and died. That's what I want to know. But the Louis, the man, he fully survived. No ratings to him. Pee for your wife then. True. Built different. Built different. On August the fifth, nineteen eighteen, in an undisclosed home location, location, Miss Ed Schneider was found by her husband in the afternoon. However, she was still alive and was rushed to the charity hospital where she reportedly survived the attack. Upon investigation, their axe was missing from their shed and one week after the attack, Miss Schneider successfully gave birth. No way. Gangster. That's mad. That's, that's mad. crazy. That is that's imagine, imagine surviving yeah, an, a fucking attack like that. And Where's then, her husband? I don't know. She was found by her husband in the afternoon at their home. Most of these murders, most of these like attempts. So he, this guy's shit at his job. Yeah, like he's basically one for three. Yeah, yeah, he's shit. I mean, like he, one. I give him one point five. Yeah. For three, because the other one died seven weeks later. It's kind of yeah. like you can't. You, like, nah, he still fumbled. You the luck, bag, yeah, you really. fumbled it, but you lucked yeah. your way into it a little yeah. bit. This is such a bad way. To do. Dead ass. <laughs> On August the tenth, nineteen eighteenth, apparently near Twenty and Gravier Street, eighty-year-old oh, Joseph Romano was found by eighty. Wait, what were the other ages of the people? Uh, it doesn't say. Like mid-age? Probably, yeah. So Bruce Lee went... Oh, he Mrs. Probably... Edge Snyder sounds like a fucking old person. 
Louis Bama and Annie Lone. They all sound young, basically. Nah, you can't go because of that age. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Whatever. Okay, her name is Ed Schneider. There's not like your name changes in age. Mrs. Ed Schneider. You're telling me she doesn't look like fucking Miss Doubtfire, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're, it's not like your name changes with your okay, age. Okay, okay, okay. Fucking matures. 80 year old Joseph Romano was found by his nieces, Pauline and Mary. After they heard him struggling, reportedly having seen, seen the attacker, the girls described him as dark, tall, heavy set, wearing a dark suit and a black slouch hat. Joseph Romano, who had his head bashed in, would die two days later. So he basically survived for two days. But head bashed in, so he didn't use an axe. No, he didn't. It doesn't oh. say what weapon he used. But, but he also, probably didn't use an axe. So man pulls up to fucking give you an M charge with a fucking suit on. At least he's classy about Drip it. Yeah, but then when the suit gets ruined. Yes, at least also he's showing around that. August 1980, the New Orleans State newspaper recounted that armed men are keeping watch, keeping watch over their sleeping families while the police are seen to solve the mysteries of the axe attacks. Realistically, that's what would happen anyway, you know. Yeah. Like. If you realise that people are coming to... Like, a person is coming into houses and dead-ass killing them with their own weapons. Yeah, it's a question, though. Would you... Would your response be to get more weapons or remove anything that could be a weapon? No, I'd move. Or I'd leave town. Okay, let's, say, let's say you couldn't move. Let's say you were stuck in that house, right? I'd get weapons that only I can use. Like, I'd move everything that can be used as a weapon to a room. Either lock it, yeah, or I'd be in that room. Yeah, but the whole point is, let's say you're sleeping and he, he does the whole door thing. That's calm. Then take shifts in it. Oh, like, no, if it was all of us, man, yeah, take shifts. Yeah, but it. let's say let's say you're living in a one bedroom apartment. What are you doing then? No, what free for? Free for, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Gun game. So, but would you get more weapons, or would you remove everything that could be a weapon? I just get a gun. I I'd think remove I'd just, some. I'd remove some. I'd, I'd I'd remove everything that could be a weapon. But sleep with a knife on me or something. Nah, I'd probably sleep with a gun. No, but let's say at the time, could you? I don't know. Yeah, look, it says armed armed men. Yeah, so you can arm, be armed with any weapon, realistically. Yeah, yeah but true, yeah, I probably would. I'll just keep it a knife or something. Extra police are being put to work daily. The tactic seemed to work somewhat, as it was nearly seven months later before the next attack. March 10th, 1919, Charles and Rose are caught to Miglia. Rose had awoken to her husband Charles fighting the Axeman. <laughs> Rose, Charles and their two-year-old daughter, Mary, were all attacked. While Rose and Charles would survive, Mary would not. Is Mary the child? Yeah, that's Pete, bro. Oh. The axe used in keep... The axe was used in keeping with the theme belonged to the people. Yeah. That's how it was. I can't really say they're fucking quarter miglias. But at that point, right, it's been for what? Is that the fourth attack or fifth Fair attack? Fair play to Charles, yeah. Obviously, yeah, br- peak on your daughter, yeah. yeah. But you you, you patterned it, man. But wait, question though. Yeah. What's that, the fourth, fifth attack? The one. I think that's like the fourth or fifth attack. At that point... Would you not, if you were to remove any weapon in the house, I would remove an axe. Yeah, but this is seven months later. Yeah, I still get rid of axes. Yeah, but if nothing's happened for seven months, I feel like you'd not forget, but like people get busy with like... I don't know, bro. If if that guy hasn't been found, I'm not resting. Until he's confirmed dead or yeah, in custody. that's like a lot of people. The Jack the Ripper ain't been found. What if he knocks on your door just like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I, I go to sleep thinking, what if Jack the Ripper comes out and <laughs> kills me because I'm a prostitute for one. <laughs> Polish man. On March 13th... Yeah, they found out who he was later. recently. That's quite... We should do that for a podcast. Wait, did they find out who he was or did they just find out who they thought he would be? 
No, I'm pretty sure they found out. I'm pretty sure. I, I remember I reading it. something about it, but I didn't read it. They found out it was like um, it was like a, a Polish man or something. Yeah, right? like a barber that he yeah. busted or something. I think the Times Picayune received a letter from someone claiming to be the Axeman, addressing it from hell and saying, "Esteemed mortal, they have never caught me and they never will. They have never seen me, for I am invisible as the ether." which surrounds your earth i am not a human being but a spirit and a fellow and a fell demon from the hottest hell i am what you knew you orleans and your foolish police called the axeman they have been so utterly stupid as to um, as to amuse not only me but his satanic majesty okay but tell them to be where let them not try to discover what I am, for it would be would be better that they were never born than for them to incur the wrath of the axeman. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy to Undoubtedly, them. you New Orleans think of me as the most horrible murderer, which I am, but I could be much worse if I wanted to. At will, I could slay a thousand thousands of your best citizens well that's I bullshit because I have a close relationship with the angel of death for poor, okay firstly that's bullshit right because out of the five right you failed a woman managed to give birth after surviving your attack yeah. one guy fought you off and another one two people survived Bare after people, your attack like, you know what I mean survived, if you're a yeah. demon from hell I'm sorry your work rate is atrocious yeah, don't you're not doing you're the not movies good, justice you you're do a, better you're a bot. I mean don't do better Noob. Noob. Yeah, I know. He's fucking fresh. However, the most important part of the letter stated that a specific threat to the new citizens of New Orleans. Now, to be exact, at tw- uh, quarter past 12 o'clock. 12.15 o'clock. Okay. Yes. Quarter past 12 o'clock? That doesn't make sense. Quarter past 12. Quarter past 12. Okay. Earthly time. On next Tuesday night, I'm going to pass over New Orleans in my infinite mercy. I'm going to make a little proposition to the people. Here it is. Oh, I remember this. I remember that. I didn't know it was this story. Oh. And it actually happened. It actually happened. Also, like, this bit, I remember this. I remember it now. This bit actually happened. I'm very fond of jazz music, and I swear by all the devils in the nether regions <laughs> that every person shall be spared in a house whose jazz band is full swing at the time. And this actually happened. At the time, I've just mentioned, if everyone has a jazz band going, well, then so much for, so much the better for the people. The what one thing is certain and that is some of those persons who do not have jazz in it on a Tuesday night if there is any will get the axe at that point you just you play jazz music you look around the street right or you can do it as a police you put it as a bait right yeah but then realistically yeah but then again everyone has jazz music yeah every like in this situation yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone is playing fucking jazz music right. yeah I think police would have more problems doing others. No, I'm not saying that they would prioritize other things. Yeah. I'm just saying deep it. Like, how many policemen are they gonna have to be in different places for them to take over this one axeman that's gonna go to one house? How do they know? It could be any house. They can't have a fucking what if, one. What police if he just that, What if he just goes to someone's house, turns off the fucking jazz, yeah, and does the own charge? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he could do. Just just to live it with a letter. Do you know what I mean? Yep, he could do. The night mentioned in the letter, March 1919. 19. 19. <laughs> According to the Axman, no one was murdered that night. It was said that the city was truly alive as jazz was blasted from every home, and those who could not afford a record player instead crowded into jazz clubs. 
the letter would also go on go on to inspire a jazz song titled the mysterious axman's jazz don't scare me papa okay However, on August 10th, 1919, Steve Boker was badly injured in his home after he awoke to a man next to his bed with an axe. What oh. the fuck? Bro, I, I don't even know what I'd do. I'd poo everywhere. Like, That's like, imagine mud. I'd deep it though. Like, like imagine, like, bro, I, I don't, I'm not a heavy sleeper, yeah? I am. So, I wake up a few times and that, whatever, like, when I think I'm getting too much sleep, I wake up because I'm yeah. shocked. Or what? Getting shook of what? Too much sleep? Nah, because in case I miss them, I'm sleeping. <laughs> okay, long, okay. Whatever, yeah. So imagine just sleeping, yeah? You look to your fucking right, you see the axeman with the axe playing. Hey, that's. You fuck that. You know what it's giving me vibes of? You know Christian Bale when he goes. When he, like, slashes down the door with the axe? No, not Christian Bale. It is Christian Bale, huh? What? It's not Christian Bale, sorry. It's Even not. The Shining that says he's Johnny. Yeah, it's not Christian Bale, is it? It's, That's um, American Psycho. You're talking yeah, I'm about. talking about American Psycho. Who is yeah. it? Who's it in um, Thingy? I don't know. I think it's LeBron James. LeBron. Fuck that. that Would you beef fucked. him? That is fucked. Thing is, if I don't, I sleep on that side of the bed. So if so he's you're there, fucked. I'm fucked. No, well, you could crawl under. <laughs> What the fuck am I supposed to go down there? He's like, oh, why the fuck are you? He'd probably laugh at me. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, if literally, if I was to, like, go there, I'd roll over down there. I'm fucked. But here's my question, though, right? Is how big are the houses there at the time? Because surely a neighbour would hear someone screaming. Like, if I'm getting slapped up, I'm not standing silent. Like, if somebody's there in my house with an axe, right? Yeah. I'm not that big. But then like... again, it is 1919, so not many people have phones. No, I'd be screaming, though. Would a neighbour not hear it? Yeah, but then again, what are the fucking neighbours supposed to do? Fucking like, at least look at the to see the guy. Something I'm, along those lines. Get your weapons out. True, do you know true. what I mean? Strong neogbud, isn't it? Boca managed to survive the attack, reportedly staggering to a friend's home, who then called the police. Fair. Mm-hmm. Boca did not regain his memory, likely due to blows to the head. Bless him. This guy's shit. Dead ass. He can't finish the job, bro. He's a op. It's terrible. Later that month, or in early September on 2128 2nd Street. Why the fuck are these roads so weirdly named? 2128. 19-year-old Sarah Lauman was attacked by Lauman. someone. Her second name being Lauman, she got attacked. Lauman. <laughs> dead ass. Dead ass. Sarah. Sarah. Was attacked by someone who entered through an open window. Like Steve Bokush, when she regained consciousness, she could not recall the details of the attack. Bro. On October 27, 1919, at the corner of South Scott and Ulloa Street. These names. Dead ass. The axeman attacked Esther and Mike Pepitone. <laughs> Esther reportedly woke around 1am to her husband screaming and ran into the bedroom to find the two unidentical figures in her bedroom. Fleeing the scene, her husband's head had been struck 18 times and he died two hours later. The murder had not been committed with a... The murder had apparently been committed with a bolt and a, and a heavy nut. Oh, okay. so not so he's the accident. he's killing them with screws, basically. What an hell! Fucking hell! You man. can't kill people with an axe, but you can kill someone with a fucking bolt and not. I think I don't. It's a career change. Used to secure a circus tent, there had been a circus on the nearby avenue that weekend. Esther later moved to what the kind Los of Angeles. bolt and nut is he fucking hitting them with? What? Esther later moved to Los Angeles and married a man named Angelo Albano. However, on the second anniversary of her former husband, Mike's death by the Axeman, her current has- husband, Angelo, disappeared and was never found again. 
Esther recalled that oh, before their marriage, Angelo had ended business relations with a man who went by many names, including Joseph Mumfrey. What the fuck? Wait, what does that do to the story? Well, she's... No, what does his name being Joseph Mumfrey have to do with the story? He might have something to... He might be the fucking murderer for all they, they know at this point. Joseph Mumfrey? What dead name? On December 5th, 2021, <laughs> okay. Mumfrey visited Esther's home at oh, 55, 5554 East 36th Street in Los Angeles. Too many numbers. Deadass. He demanded $500 and Esther's jewelry, threatening that he would kill her and the same way he had killed her husband. Fuck me. Oh. Bloody oh. hell. However, Esther ended up shooting and killing him with the revolver. Good shit. Gang shit. Gang shit. Putting an end to his claims. When claiming to the police that Joseph was the axeman after an investigation, she is, she was acquitted for Mumfrey's death. What does that mean? Acquitted. Does that mean she was arrested? Or was she was like cleared? I think cleared. I'm pretty sure it's like cleared of the charges, right? I think so. Hold on, wait. Acquitted meaning. Oh, fucking hell. What happened? Um, free, yeah, she's freed from the yeah, criminal charge now. by a verdict of not Due guilty. Due to the nature of the murders and the fact that fingerprinting technology was not a standard procedure, there were only a few theories as to why the Axman's ident- as to the Axman's identity. He was a figure from the mob, a spy, or even a series of copycat killers, a true supernatural figure to his claims in the letter to the Times, or a man named Joseph Mumfrey suspected for his accusation by Esther Pepitom. I'm going to be honest with you. The the copycat killer thing makes sense to me the most. Yeah. Because he doesn't seem consistent enough. How do you go from nobody hearing you and borderline decapitating two people to then to then letting a bunch of people live and writing letters and making the entire place play jazz? Do you know what I mean? The first one seemed like okay, like it, it it maybe the first one or two like okay, but after that I think. It was just a bunch of copycats. What if, what if, right, the real, the initial Axeman was killed by a copycat? Maybe he could have been. Although it was not known the when the investigation into Axeman was ended, there were many possibly killings attributed to him, although they were conflict with mob murders. Nonetheless, the spree eventually ended and the victims were laid to rest. The known graves of victims... Catherine and Joseph Maggio in St. Louis Cemetery No. 3, Joseph Romano, Greenwood Cemetery, and Mary Cortemiglia in the Hook and Ladder Cemetery, all in New Orleans. So it's he like, only killed three people. But, yeah, but it's, it's weird no, though four, because four people, it's, it's so weird because it's like, you know, you know, what is it, like the Zodiac Killer? Yeah. As well, all these, all these serial killers, it's always copycats. Yeah. What's a copycat's intention? I don't get it. I Is it like because if you're gonna be killing people, that's I feel psych- like that's I feel like one way, one way in that. So say these people wanted to start killing people. Yeah. They've got someone's fucking motive, and that person realistically gets blamed for the murder. Deep it. Well, yeah. If you're okay. a copycat killer. Yeah, but I think if you if have that, that person gets why caught, would you want? But then you're risking yourself getting caught and being thingied for all the other murders. No, not first. even just that though. It's like it's more along the lines of like a lot of them are like what they have like issues and whatnot would they not surely you you wouldn't it's like it's like having your work stolen by someone else yeah or do you know what I mean like giving somebody else credit for your work surely that's not what you'd want yeah I mean I don't know I don't know right. the logic behind it the, this is one theory right 
Not all the murders were committed by the Axemen, but instead, some were. Like the cases of Mike Pepitone and Louis Basuma and Anne Lowe, were mob or spy killings or even copycat killings. Pepitone's, I copycat, yeah. Pepitone's father had previously killed a man in the past, which could have provided motive for a possible revenge murder. Wait, pause. Which one's Pepitone again? Is the, he the first one? Mike Pepitone. She was. He was the guy that that Esther was married to. Oh, the wife that got married again. Yeah. Okay. Louis Basuma was actually charged with the murder of Anna. Police found that Basuma had written letters back and forth in Yiddish and Russian. They eventually came to the part, the conclusion that Basuma was part of a German spy ring or a spy, <laughs> spy master for the Kaiser. What the fuck is Yiddish? Jewish. Like Jewish oh, is it? Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh they, that's not the drugs. Mm. Yiddish. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Man, just... <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> Sorry, I apologise. Any offence? That's so bad. <laughs> it's just a funny name. Right. So before, uh, before dying, Anna also apparently blamed Louis and accused him for being a Nazi spy. The case was investigated as a domestic dispute. Wait! 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 Where police theorized that it had ended with Louis attacking Anna. Surely However, that's not Louis logical, though. Because what? how do you call, how do you accuse a Jew of being a Nazi? He doesn't. Wasn't a Jew though, was he? He, he just was... spoke in Yiddish. Oh, okay, I thought it was like the Jewish language. Yeah, but then again, there were few Ger- like a few Jewish people were let to live in Germany, right? No, no. Hmm. What like in concentration camps? Then yeah, that makes sense. Nah, like use the sleeves and that. Yeah, so not with respect. Yeah, obviously. He was a fucking spy. He was used as a spy. Okay. It was also speculated that these could be copycat killings and actually the work of two or more people. That makes feel, sense to me as well. Yeah, but I feel like that deads out the story realistically. No, I mean, no. The one that makes the most sense to me is there was an initial axe killer, but he he didn't come out to do serial killings. He just came out to M off one guy. Or like one one family saying I don't know maybe he got bored one night got drunk pissed said fuck it do it yeah. right freestyled it then a bunch of people were like holy shit this guy almost decapitated someone right fuck that's like whatever like that inspires me okay and a bunch of people go around doing it in his name yeah but I think that's bullshit no I no, no I think I think it's like the first one was a co- pure coincidence right yeah. this guy went into something because you guess guy just walked into someone's house saw the axe there clearly the best weapon of choice. Finesse his way and everything's going smoothly. Bang. Two kills. Decapitate one. Get the other one. Double homicide. Double, double homicide. Right? Somebody hears about it, right? Yeah. You tell me, as someone who's sickened about murders or a way to do something, you hear someone almost decapitating someone with an axe, you think, shit, that's not the shit I want to do. That's okay. the way I want to go around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. That's why it stayed consistent. Mm-hmm. Go in, freestyle it, pick up a weapon, namely an axe, Yeah. do it. Then they started getting a little bit more brave and confident with it. Yeah. They keep going with other people as well. Then, hence the letters. Yeah. That first guy's just there sitting there chilling. Why the fuck are people being me, bro? Like, I don't even want to do that shit. You're right, you're right. I think that one makes sense to me. Because his, his, like, over the over the course, it sounds like his personality changes a lot. Yeah, because From of being, the way that he either kills them or the way that he does... Th- yeah, because like, he initially starts off as being so like... He, 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 the first murder sounds, is literally, he killed them while being asleep. He fucking brutally killed that's them. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, 
and then he gave he obviously gave them no chance to fucking survive because he slit their throats exactly. after like they he was he was meticulous he, he made yeah. sure right yeah okay so maybe the first one was like but, a then, proper... then, but then where does then where does it come from the whole letters and playing jazz it doesn't it doesn't suit the it doesn't fit the persona okay, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't just from what I've heard well, so maybe far maybe this guy's like a fucking like he's either got multiple well yeah he's definitely got he's definitely got issues of some sort like, but some from sort. what I've assuming from he's just yeah. a murderer the next one is the axeman is a supernatural figure. Nah. And could possibly possess the power to shrink or expand as no. needed in no. order to break into the house of one of his victims. No. As the Axeman's letter brags that he is a spirit and a fell demon from the hottest. So he's fucking Ant Man. They're saying he's Ant Man. What do you mean? Look, they say he can shrink and grow. Okay. Out of it okay, it's not honey, I shrunk the kids. It's I'm a demon. I can go big or small to get into someone's house. Tell me that doesn't sound like Ant Man. No. That's Ant-Man. No, it's not. That's Ant-Man. Okay, it's only... If I used another word, a shrink and expand is phase through walls. Yeah. That's and, not what's happening, though. He's going smaller than growing. <laughs> okay. It clearly says to go underneath doors and shit. No. He's Ant-Man. So he's a demon, basically. In this, you in know this what thing. if? You know what if? No. If, I haven't if seen Ant-Man, it yet. If Ant-Man goes evil, what if is going to make an episode about Ant-Man okay. as the Axe-Man? Okay. Joseph Mumphrey is the Axeman. That's another theory. Nah, okay. This was claimed by Esther Pepitone as she had said he threatened to kill her husband the same way... No, kill her the same way he killed her husband. Nah. That one... Esther recalled the... Wait, hold on. Let me just read through this whole thing. Esther recalled that Mumphrey was the Axeman and had seen him run from her bedroom the night her husband was slain. The LAPD noted that there was evidence of linking Mumphrey to the death of Mike Pepitone which eventually led to Esther's acquittal of Mumfrey's death. Evidence included the fact that Mumfrey led a blackmailing gang in New Orleans that preyed on Italians and almost all of the Axeman's victims were Italian grocers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Mumfrey was also in and out of prison for the past 10 years and this time outside of prison coincided with the attacks by the Axeman. However, there was not enough evidence to directly link him to the crimes and only ended up with circumstantial evidence plus a testimony. Esther's testimony also directly conflicted with her previous statement while in 1919 she reported seeing two people fleeing from the scene. In 1921 she said Joseph Mumfrey had been the man she'd seen murder her husband implying that she'd only seen one person. See, this is the thing, right? Firstly, you, as much as you want to say it, right? You can't take the word of a woman who's about to be put to jail for her husband's death. She'll say anyone's the fucking guy. Yeah. Right? No, but I feel and like also, there's, there's obviously some also, truth. And also in the moment, right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're in a dark room, you'll see whatever you want, especially when that person's moving around trying to kill someone. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You'll see whatever you, whatever you think. Like, you can associate it. It'd be so easy to associate anything with anything. Yeah, of course. So I can't take it. I'll have to take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah, of course. There's probably some truth. And again, that. I feel like as the axe killer, if it actually was him, I don't think he'd be the type of guy to then, for what, like for one random victim. Yeah. I think it's. I think the Axeman, yeah, is based off one person did something. Yeah. People tried it and weren't as good as him exactly. because deep it, he fucking nearly decapitated someone. And you don't go from one in to the, the first other. murder, yeah, and after that, slitting their throats. Yeah. So it's either he's known as the Axeman or like. Razor blade or yeah, something like, like because that. because think about it, right? You don't go from de- almost decapitating someone, right, and then securing it with a blade, yeah. to then not being able to kill a pregnant woman, yeah. or even damage her to the point where she can't give. Back. Like as yeah. I, I I know it sounds bad, but and, like, and think about the consistency behind yeah, it. Yeah, he didn't. He only killed like four or five people, right? 
or no four yeah five people four or five people yeah, you only yeah. killed that many people and obviously yeah four or five people's mad anyway that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's crazy it's still it's still crazy to think but think about the, but the but, ratio of attacks but to, yeah 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 for how many people he actually went for and could have killed that's what i, I mean. just feel like people saw the first one as a way to because they gave him the axe man yeah like it or was, maybe it he was, did the first two like he was so he was almost so like theatricized the, with the initial yeah, yeah, attack yeah, yeah. that people wanted to jump on the bandwagon and they were yeah, like yeah, yeah. bro this guy's nuts i want to be part of this so you could basically link that to the db cooper guy yeah it was like a little bit like a cult movement yeah yeah, yeah. so they saw him as like it did, yeah because yeah fucking like, then he became a demon like a, like fucking yeah, people probably worshiped him shit. as a title yeah he obviously earned that from let's say let's say he did the first two murders right yeah the first one and maybe he fumbled the second one so okay. he stopped after that i think i think you know based off what i'm hearing i feel like one person the, the main guy did the first one right and that one yeah. was the purest coincidence he just he was mad about it. he was just in the spare of the moment he did it because realistically he went without a plan yeah like you, if you're gonna kill someone you're probably gonna think about it a little bit more right yeah but i but think then, coincidentally it he depends found a if weapon. he's like the way that he did things was mentioned to the public because then again as we mentioned before like realistically from the police's perspective if you know a man is coming into people's yards yeah taking their weapons taking their axes or whatever they've got in the house and killing them yeah are they not going to say yo put this away or lock this away that's what I mean right like this is logical you've got to think about it I don't think they did I don't think they they told them what they were doing Yeah. yeah because really if they did yeah people were arming themselves mm. but that was later mm. so for the first like three four murders before people started arming themselves i don't think the police told anybody what was actually happening like keep it hidden. to prevent it right yeah because as we said that's what i'm saying because if they've done that then how can it be a copycat that's what do you mean oh because the first few were, were along the lines of the same thing well maybe people one just, of the, ba- maybe people one of the just panels thought, were knocked out of the yeah, fucking yeah, doors yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah took the axe Unless, or whatever and went upstairs and killed them yeah I think maybe not, actually after the second one it probably got out because the woman survived she probably spread it word of mouth yeah true yeah right they probably after the second one yeah. yeah so maybe maybe you're right maybe the first guy did the first one and then tried it on the second one failed and then failed word got out like, and people went for it yeah and then people were just like you know what else would make sense you know how it said that it's mostly Italians that got attacked yeah and you know how you said that guy's gang was mainly aimed at uh, Italian people yeah I think maybe the copycat was someone from the like, Italian gang and they just use that guy as like a sort of shadow or a, uh, like a like a name yeah. just to move in silence and enforce whatever they wanted probably could have been yeah like oh probably that guy oh if you don't pay up They're I'm gonna go kill your wife yeah I'm gonna go kill your wife and your pregnant baby yeah get emmed six dead six injured yeah half huh. zero five KD yeah. zero five crazy man like I don't the thing is like this type of thing I don't think like it would happen in I'm not saying it wouldn't happen in Leicester but these type of things I don't think could happen in a place like this especially now as well Uh, I think ring cameras and all like alarms and shit yeah so no I I think I think I wouldn't put it past anyone yeah like I think it's less likely to be in England okay for a Syrica because Or something along those lines, because realistically, in America, you just go around with a gun, right? In England, you go around with a knife. Yeah. You see, you see someone get stabbed, you move away. Do you, do you see what I mean? Okay, this is another like another opinion on it, right? Right. So by August of 19, 1918, the city of New Orleans was paralyzed by fear, 
In the dead of the night, the Axemen of New Orleans broke into a series of Italian groceries attacking the grocers and their families. Are they all grocers? Were all, all six of them grocers? I think so, yeah. Some he left, wounded four people he had left. Bro, I work at fucking Iceland. The attacks... Okay, so grocers. Yeah, imagine how... Bro, Iceland's a grocery s- store. Okay, but there's packed food next door. Yeah, okay, but like... I want to take that risk. The attacks were vicious. Joseph Maguire had his skull fractured with his own axe and his throat cut with a razor. His wife, Catherine, had her throat cut, asphyxiated on her own blood as she bled out. Oh. And then... Wait, what? She she, she she choked on her own blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were told that she was fucking nearly decapitated. She probably was. She's fucking thing and yeah. then... That's dog. Several legal attacks that didn't target Italians were also thought to be the work of the Axemen, although this would later prove not to be the case. Nevertheless... So there was, there was definitely copycats. Yeah. Or, or somewhat imitators, at least. Fact, that fact says that either some like, either he did it to like cover his tracks without because realistically if it is the same guy and he's just going after Italians and Italian grocers yeah, yeah. it's bait because yeah. Ita- the next Italian grocer what is he going to fucking hide behind the counter with a gun yeah so he might have gone somewhere else to like widen the yeah, demographic so like, just, like, of his like victims. throw him off the trailer a little yeah, bit yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. do you want me to drop you home after this because uh, sure I don't mind no because like you alright to walk home oh what before I get him tried <laughs> yeah yeah dead ass I see yeah. someone walking home with an axe true New Orleans superintendent of police Frank Mooney suspected that the murderer bro wait question a murderous degenerate who gloats over blood bro why did they move it so fucking rapid oh cause I zoomed in oh, okay okay, okay. Yeah. yeah so it was a de- murderous degenerate who gloats over blood that okay. was oh, oh god Mooney believed this were work of their degenerate the Gretna authorities police chief Peter Lesson and Sheriff Louis Marrero however settled on the Cormitiglia's next door neighbours elderly Lord I don't know how to fucking say this name their neighbours and his 17 year old son Frank as the culprits as their give their names a go give their names a go grocers huh give their names a go go on let me see let me see which one I Orlando Giordano I Orlando Giordano Orlando Orlando Giordano weirdo man uh, Frank as the culprit as the grocers they were business competitors of the Cortemiglias and had recently oh taken them to court God. over a business dispute. what if he was just trying to get rid of the competition true he might have been the trouble was that there was no evidence implicated in, of, of the Giordanos the officials handled this inconvenience by haranguing the injured by haranguing yeah haranguing the fuck is haranguing uh, let's find out harang isn't that the guy from Tekken harang no that's Tirade. Okay, that doesn't really fucking give it like harangue. I like <laughs> Tirade. Yeah, tell us more. <laughs> a lengthy and aggressive speech. What? Is that an aggressive? Okay, so they went after them basically in hospital. Okay. Okay, so they've been injured, yeah. They've basically been fucking like nearly brutally murdered. Yeah. And you're out here haranguing them. <laughs> I'm using that now. Haranguing. Haranguing. Haranguing, bro. As they lay in charge hospital, asking repeatedly, who hit you? Was it the Giordanos? Frank did it, didn't he? According to the doctor who treated her, Rosie always said that she didn't know who attacked her. When she was well enough to be released, Marrero immediately arrested Rosie as a material witness and incarcerated her in Gretna jail. She was released only after, she was released only after she signed an affidavit complicitating her neighbours. What? That sounds like she was forced into it. Yeah, dead ass. Okay, so she'd just been fucking released from hospital. You're yeah. under arrest. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, and took her like, to jail. That's fucked. That's fucked. Yeah. I think they were just they were desperate for. When Orlando uh, and uh, Frank thingy. went on trial for their lives, the evidence against them was Rosie's identification mm. and an identification that even her own physician thought was unreliable. Yet, after a trial of less than a week, they were both convicted convicted for murder. Sixty nine. Year old Orlando, or Orlando, how the fuck you say his name? Orlando was sentenced Giordano. to life imprisonment, and Frank was to hang. Oh. Nine months later, Rosie walked into the newspaper office of the Times, the same one that the, the same newspaper company that received the letter from the Axeman, and retracted her testimony. She said that the Saint jo- she said that Saint Joseph had come to her in a dream and told her that she had to tell the truth. Rosie signed another affidavit, this time declaring that she had not seen her attackers and had been pressured into identifying the yeah, like I said, which, I, yeah, yeah which said, the police fucking they definitely they needed they needed something to tell the press that we're on yeah. it we're, we're looking at people yeah dead ass despite the rich Rosie's retraction the prosecution didn't immediately give up at one point Rosie was threatened with perjury charges if she didn't stick to her original story but finally in December 1920 they were both walked they both walked free so why were the Gretna authorities so quick to assume the neighbours whom against whom there was no evidence must have been the killers why were they so willing to ignore the advice of the new orleans police chief who had come to believe that there was a bloodthirsty fiend targeting italian grocers see that makes me think there was something way deeper going on yeah i feel like there was it wasn't just a random attack then it felt like if they must have been like or maybe them like mafia or something if the feds were involved and getting people to sign affidavits to saying I think the feds getting involved was just them being pressured to literally get a case or close the case so people you, are like, yeah because, because like, people are going mad because of what's yeah, happening like six if they close one six man injured yeah. Brosie's telling you yeah, true. play jazz or I kill you and the entire town is playing jazz yeah. at midnight yeah. he's got the town unlocked he's got, yeah exactly Like the police aren't doing shit they need to show that they have power they're like here look we're bro we're... this is mad like look at this I this is all still to be like read this is there's so much on this. Right, I'm just going to go through some of it because this is like very, very long. You know what we should do? Mm. Do Zodiac Killer. Yes. You should do Zodiac Killer. What an episode of him. Zodiac Killer. Zodiac Killer. The Crescent Zodiac? City had known Italians from its early days and an Italian business established itself in the community before the Civil War. So this is basically just telling us how Italians came to... How they migrated. Yeah, they came to or New immigrated. Orleans. There was a lot of them in New Orleans, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of them opening businesses, grocers. That's not funny. It's a French town. It's a, it's mostly it's a French town in America with mostly Italians. Yeah. Too quite diverse. It was about crime and stuff like that. This is all this is all bullshit. Just about the city that we don't care about. Despite Mooney and D'Antonio's view, the Axemen when the attack when the Axemen attacked the Quartermigliers, the Gretna authorities could more easily accept a vendetta between two Italian businesses then they could admit that there was a bloodthirsty fiend on the loose I mean both I mean if you were to ask me I guess me, it's easier to keep people under fucking control if you think it's a beef between two yeah, it's, it's like it has like it has rather than to it. there's a fucking serial killer on the loose yeah that and also it sounds more logical as well yeah you know beef between ma- two gangs two mafia whatever that yeah. makes sense to me like that's a that's more logical right okay yeah then someone claiming then, that they're a demon yeah do you know what I mean like yeah. even some New Orleans police officers still believe that the vendetta could explain the Axeman murders yeah I feel like from what we've read that, that is definitely a possibility yeah 
A close examination of the attacks attributed to the Axeman shows that not all of these works were actually his handiwork. But someone was specifically targeting Italian grocers between nineteen seventeen, nineteen nineteen, and nineteen ten and nineteen eleven. Which is true, like I think like the first few were him. He fucked it. And then What every- if what if the entire thing literally what if the Axeman didn't exist? What if it was just a hit out from the mafia people yeah. and he happened to have an axe and the guy happened to be brutal yeah but then it was theirs no 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 I know but like what if he just happened like if it was a hit he's like go go kill him screw it I I, I reckon I can freestyle it it's yeah. just a hit and then from there it was just a bunch of hits and everybody you know just copying each other yeah I think that's a, like, a, like, like one a, mafia guy comes up to you like oh like to kill you I can kill you with an axe right yeah. then you're there to retaliate you get your mafia guys to come do the same thing back to me. Go find, go go to the house, get an axe from them. Yeah. Get them. I think yeah, that's an admissible like. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like it. sort of. I think maybe like based on like our copycat theory, I think the first murders were of a random person of New Orleans just went and killed people. Yeah. But then mafia saw an opening. And used it. This to, brother's like, getting blamed for all of this. Yeah. We've got to kill these people. Why not use the same motive so our murders don't get looked at for us oh, being it's... Italians killing Italians? Yeah. But for this random demon yeah. to be killing them. Yeah, and they probably threw the letter. Because he they, obviously. They, they probably the threw the letter, like. Obviously, the mafia had a motive for these Italians. I yeah. don't know what it was. And the Axeman didn't. Yeah, the Axeman didn't. He just went on some random Which, it, which means it was yeah. perfect because then nobody really knew, right? Yeah, because nobody really, like, there wasn't a motive behind anything. Yeah, apart from, like, probably the mafia people. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like, do you know the people that even see them, yeah? Like, realistically, I think you'd know. Like, I'm not saying, like, obviously in the situation of your head gets bashed in or you've been like knocked unconscious or you're yeah. that fucked like you're gonna like, but if you see your hus- if you forget. see your husband fighting someone in the dark yeah you see him yeah, yeah true you, like you, you know even more, when the guy was next to him yeah you know more than just dark figure yeah, do you know what yeah, i mean trust trust like, in a suit exactly i feel like also what kind of a wife is it that she don't go back her man i think like not to be like not racist or not to be like very offensive stereotypical okay but a mafia hitman in a suit seems fitting. Yeah, like so yeah, yeah, the fact that they it, he was seen the old image. he was seen in a suit, yeah, with a hat. Yeah. It seems to me Why would that be racist? Italian gangster. Oh, okay. I was like, why would mafia be in suits? No, nah, but that's what I'm saying, like it's classed as a stereotype, okay, isn't it? Yeah. Like mafia gangsters I mean, from yeah, that yeah. time. Yeah, like dressed the sort of the image. It's just that image, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they dressed in suits, they dressed in all black or whatever. I feel like the hat. I feel like the letter as well. Yeah. The mafia probably could have thrown it in there just to throw the police off the trail again. True. Just be like, listen, like throw something, a wrench in the works. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're closing in on us. It's like, look like it's mafia. Bang, yeah. jazz, demon. Fuck it. Throw random shit in there just to throw them off. Because we, we don't need something specific. Yeah, because then as soon as like there is one thing or they slip up one thing, they're going to know that it's not a fucking bloodthirsty yeah, fiend or like, demon. Yeah, fuck it. I'm listening to jazz it's right like now. actual mafia yeah like fuck it jazz eh fuck it uh, yeah. this, uh, fuck it throw it in there do you know what I mean yeah. get get creative with this say something about you being from hell yeah do you know, just for the fun of it true throw it in there I think, the, I think there's so many moving parts where it's like you can't come to a discernible decision for each one of the murders yeah in my opinion like I know it's it's obviously still unsolved to this day but in my opinion the first murder was committed by a random bloodthirsty fiend yeah yeah. Every other murder was either used as like a cover up or a stage for the fucking yeah. mafia or whoever was doing these killings for the Italians. Yeah. Or copycats. Yeah. 
or they used it as copycats. Yeah, I think, you know, now that I'm talking about it, I think maybe the initial hit was maybe like a mafia, right? Yeah. Like the first one is a mafia. Second one, they're all mafia like related or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people just didn't make the link quick enough. I think I think that's what it was. Yeah, so it's like, I, and they got lucky enough with it that people didn't see it as like mafia hits, but people saw it as a serial killer. So it threw the scent off way more. They just yeah. got really fucking lucky because of how brutal and specific and yeah because of how brutal and specific they were as they carried on yeah like they, they maintained their sort of their their, their I don't know what to call it their their context yeah yeah, people, yeah I, their, get it, I get it really their cool. mission yeah. but yes as it is um, unsolved I don't think they're gonna take our fucking if there's dirty cops involved in this like forcing people to make statements otherwise they go to jail i don't think we're gonna solve this one yeah but yeah thanks for listening it's been a it's been a a good one well realistically we filmed two episodes but they've been they've been decent they've been decent the first one was good as well yeah the first one was good this one was more like detailed as i feel like the first one just makes you think the first one i feel like we solved it broski died I don't think he did. He's dead. Do you know what I was going to tell you? Do you know what I was going to tell what? you? Someone on the deathbed c- said to their... He literally grabbed his wife. Yeah. Said, come here. I'm D.B. Cooper. Dad. I'd do that, though. <laughs> on my on my deathbed, I'll do that to someone. <laughs> I'll grab my kid and be like, yo, I'm That's D.B. That's like that Cooper. guy that died. And he goes, yo, there's a million stashed in the house somewhere. Fucking find it. And then dies. I'd do, that'd be... Okay, I know it sounds like a dick, but I'd do it. It's terrible. That's jokes. It's terrible. I feel like I'll do that, though. Like, in a, like not as a joke. Like, I feel like when I die, I'm going to send, like, my family or my friends on, 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 like, a scavenger, scavenger hunt. Say, yo... That's crazy. Squid game. I wouldn't... Oh, my... I wouldn't... I'd, I wouldn't have the millie in the house. I'd just say I had it. Yeah. But, like, yo, yo, yo. There's a millie. Just... The, come, come here. There's a million right under the... <laughs> where the fuck is it? getting grabbed up like fuck that show you show you where you're yeah show me where it is it, give right. us a map all of that fucking leaders there treasure right. map yeah but thanks yeah this is like the obviously the first episode of the Halloween series I'm many to do. come yeah there are three, three more to come but we're gonna do different ones we're not gonna do unsolved mysteries the next one that we what, what did we decide on I think we would well actually we'd not have to Oh yeah, we're not gonna tell you. That's the Halloween. That's trick or treat. Yeah, exactly. So this one was a. Tr- you decide whether this, no, one, this was one was a, trick a treat. Or no, 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 no. Okay, this, this one was a treat. Was a treat. Yeah, the we next got one, tricked. Yeah, we got tricked. Realistically, we got finessed yeah. by the laptop. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So thanks for listening. This has been make it make sense. Yeah, and um. Have a spooky. Yeah. No. Why? Cue the outro. No. God damn. What's the outro?